Welcome to the Fantasy Trash Talk channel, your number one source for hardcore, cash-focused fantasy basketball. We're a channel focused on season-long cash fantasy basketball with two expert hosts who play over $5,000 of their own money. Sit back while we get into the strategy of how to win your league. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. We are on the clock. We have Luka Doncic selected, and we're going to be building around him with a punt free throw build. Soft punt free throw. That is true. It is a soft punt. When you go with Luka, he's so good at everything except free throw percentage that you don't gain a massive amount like you do with some other players. I think that this draft really starts with who your second round selection is. What are some of the things that we're considering in the second round, Jake? Yeah, so we're talking about uh, hoping that some of those guys who don't generally fall, fall to us, like a Sabonis, maybe a Booker or Kyrie Irving, but those are pretty unlikely. So we're more looking at um, LeBron. Um, I I like maybe Trey Young in the second round there. Um, Who else were we looking at? I think with this build specifically, you have to be willing to skip a pick. By the way, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. We are growing fast and we're putting everything we make from this channel back into the channel, back into giveaways. We will be giving away an entire team, probably a 100, maybe a $250 buy-in this year. We also have leagues in Dallas, Los Angeles, New York City, and one online trash talk league. So don't forget to follow, subscribe, reach out to us on Instagram if you want to be in that or other mock drafts. One of the things that's interesting about Luca is, like we said, his negative category is free throw percentage, but it's almost a category that with as good as his shooting is on the court and as good as his shooting mechanics are, you think his free throw percentage could rise as he gets a little older. I think so. I think part of it for him is just paying attention to it. Some players... Uh, they just get to the line and they just lose focus a little bit. They're thinking about something else, maybe the last play that happened or the next play or whatever, or he gets tired. Like He has the ball in his hands a lot, more than any other player, at least before Kyrie got there last year. So sometimes it's just you need a little bit of legs to get under you to get those free throws, and he just doesn't quite have it some of the time. I think the dream pairing for a player like Luka is a Giannis, but with where ADPs are shaking out this year, it does not look like it's going to fit. I want to level with you guys. When we're evaluating our board of what we think the best builds are, first of all, we prefer to play auction than snake, but we know most players play snake, so we're going to make sure that we go through every possible snake duration. We're going to have videos picking from first through 12, and we're going to try to show you combinations of all of the big 12 players. I think Giannis and Luka is a pairing that makes the most sense. If you look at where they finished last season in terms of the player raider, taking Giannis in the second round, discounting for how negative his free throw percentage is and discounting for the knee injury that he's had makes a lot of sense. But I think based on name recognition, we're seeing Giannis kind of be firmly cemented in the first round. I think you might see him drop into the early second round in really, really experienced leagues where players are savvy enough to ignore star name and focus on performance. I have Basketball Monsters free player rankings tool pulled up here and I have it put in for punt free throw percentage and then also turnovers. Luca was number five in the entire NBA last year in turnovers. I'm not committed to punting turnovers, but let's take a look at some of these names. We see that Luca gets the second largest boost when put into this punt. 
You can focus on this column right here, punt plus. You also see that Giannis gets the largest boost. So some of the other names that really get a massive one are Zion Williamson, Russell Westbrook. I've been in Mexico for three days, so I'm calling him Ya Morant. Ya, 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 Morant. LeBron James is a top 12 player when you discount free throw percentage and you discount turnovers. And Demonis Sabonis is a young player on the way up that is also in the top 10. So these are some of the names. We don't want to take Zion around early or two rounds early, but we want to be considering these names when they fall with us to the ADP. Let's jump over here. I'm violating one of my principles, and that is to have my queue full. Guys, I'm up in four picks. I should have at least five players in my queue, and now I do, so I feel better. Let me talk about why I want those players in my queue. Because if it's draft day and my adrenaline is high and I'm looking at paper and I'm multi-tabbing and I'm going back and forth and suddenly I'm on the clock, man, I'm going to be nervous. I only have 30 seconds and my entire season is on the line. So we go ahead and we put the players in the queue and we pre-sort them by where we have them ranked. Now, if James Harden was on a team where he was committed to playing and I wasn't worried about him sitting, I'd probably have Harden higher. But right now we have Sabonis as our first pick, LeBron as our second pick. And look at this. We're up in one pick, meaning that we're going to be able to get Sabonis or LeBron. Well, there you go. You got Sabonis. I think Sabonis is the best pairing yeah. with Luka in this slot. So having him fall to you in the second round is massive for this build. And if you go over here and you look at ADP, right? LeBron's ADP right now is hovering at 25.7. And he's older, okay? He has some deficiencies. You don't draft LeBron at this point in his career expecting him to play an entire season. There's a very good chance that LeBron falls to us at 27, and we now have three top 10 players in our build. That's a great way to go. We are now on the clock making our third round selection. It is LeBron James. Again, going back over here and looking at this, Luka Doncic, number three, LeBron James, number 12, Demonis Sabonis, number 10. So we've been able to put three top 12 players with our build. Yeah, and not only are you getting to three top, top 12 players, but like we saw in the Giannis video, uh, for our last video, um, taking Claxton, you take him in the fourth or fifth round, he's going to be a top 10 player in your build, but he's not going to help you in those counting stats that you need when you have a guy like Giannis or Luka, whereas now you're getting LeBron, who's going to score a lot, rebound and pass. Sabonis is going to score a decent amount, rebound and pass. And now you're covering your bases where you didn't skip around and you got guys who fit in your build. And that, that's what you're looking for with a punt like this because it's a soft punt. It's not a hard punt, right? So you don't necessarily need to skip around. And this worked out really well. A few moments later. We just time jumped closer to our next pick to make sure that you guys don't have to sit around on your thumbs. By the way, don't forget to like and subscribe. We do the most to take care of you and make sure there's no wasted time. We're up into picks. We have five players in our queue. Jalen Brown, Nick Claxton, Zach Levine, OG, and Anobi, and Evan Mobley. I think I'm actually not that high on Mobley, but I wanted to go ahead and throw him in there to make sure that I had five. Nick Claxton is the pick. Guys, this channel is a Nets propaganda channel. I want to be honest. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. We're going to talk about Nick Claxton a lot. We're going to talk about Ben Simmons, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Jake, tell them why you think I'm wrong. <laughs> With... Well, with Ben Simmons, I think he's going so late in drafts that there's no downside to it. So I can't really argue with you about Ben Simmons. Claxton, I just think you're generally a little too high on him. We actually were talking about this earlier. You can go ahead and, and talk about your pick here real quick. 
I picked Nick Claxton because he's okay. great. <laughs> I obviously <laughs> picked Nick Claxton. He's 46, okay? In the build that we are doing last year, Nick Claxton was 15th in this build, and he goes up if you take turnovers off. All right, I'm back on the clock, so I'm going to stop screaming about Nick Claxton for one second, and I'm going to select another player. I'm picking 51st here. You know, I think you could go best player available pretty easily. I'm scanning. I'm not really in love with anyone. I haven't got a shot blocker yet, but I think I can get shot blocking that fits what I'm doing. I'm going to go with Claxton. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. I did. I I'm used to overdoing shot blocking when I do these punch points builds. So Levine was 57 in punt free throw turnover. That's actually not bad. We're taking him at what? We were like 51 there. So he loses six spots of value, but you kind of get a tradable asset. I think you could turn Levine into a lot of stuff. He could even maybe yeah. be a player as good as Zach Levine. But I want to go back and talk about Claxton one more time. Here, so let, okay. let me let me make my argument for Claxton. So especially in those other punts that we were doing with the punt free throws, there's so many guys who are going to be uh, who are going to help you in blocks and hurt you in free throws later on that taking Claxton at this range of the draft, there are other statistics that you need to go after. I I think like Zach Levine is going to get you 25 points. You're not going to be able to get that in round seven or eight you will be able to get close enough in the blocks category with guys who hurt you in free throws like Daniel Gafford, Jakob Pertl. There are a lot of guys out there. Um, and I just wanted to make one other point. We were talking about this on a group chat about um, punting or uh, the blocks category and how it's super highly concentrated at the top. And I think that's what's going to happen this year. So you're either going to need a lot. We'll, we'll probably talk about this in another video, but you're going to need a lot of blocks early or you're basically going to have to punt it. So right now, when you take Nick Claxton at this point, you've already missed on all the other big blocks guys, and you're you're going to either need to go after big block guys later who hurt you in free throws, which maybe you end up doing with this punt, um, or you're going to have to ignore it entirely. And then Claxton kind of becomes relevant. A few moments later. Zion is the obvious pick coming up. Uh, Clint Capella just went off the board as I was trying to put him into my queue. We also have Mitchell Robinson here. I think Josh Giddy is actually, yeah, you bastard. I think Josh Giddy is a guy that we like a lot. I think we could take Jalen Green sometimes here at 70. Um, last year, let's see how Giddy performed in this build. He was 74. So we're picking here at 70. I expect some uplift from Giddy. One of the things that's really sexy about Giddy is he has that shooting guard, small forward, power forward eligibility which is pretty nice. Doesn't matter. He gets sniped. He's off the board. Are we going to freak out? No. Why? Because we have three players. We have three players in our queue, and I already know that Zion is the next pick. So I'm going to go ahead and take Zion here with my 70th pick and get ready to go make that 75th pick. I liked what you were saying earlier about blocks. It actually inspires me. Jump in the comment section if you would be interested in seeing a video where I bring two or three expert players on in addition to Jake and we kind of talk about one category. Like, how do we think about blocks? Do we think that punting blocks is valuable or not valuable? And I think that there's some really interesting discussions around assists, around blocks, around turnovers. There's some experts that I won't name that like to punt turnovers regardless. They only play 8-cat and 9-cat. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. I think there's some interesting conversations. Um, I really like Tyce Jones here at 75. Um, just kind of like as a skipping the punt. Let's look at average stats from last year. We are the number two team. 
We are on the clock, so we have 20 seconds. Got to do this analysis fast. Our field goal percentage is too high. Our scoring is good. Our threes could be improved. Our rebounds is too good. Our blocks is good. I don't think, because of where our scoring's at, I think it's Jalen Green here. I think I'm taking Jalen Green for the scoring. Let's go back. Yeah, our assists are so good. We're, we're the number two assist team, and I don't think we can catch number one, which is Roman. So now after that, we're the number one projected team based on last year's performance. Our field goal percentage came down a little bit because we added Jalen Green. It came down a lot, actually, but that's okay. We are a soft yeah. hunt free throw percentage team. We're better than one big man team. We're middle of the pack for threes. I love, guys, I can't emphasize this enough. I love being middle of the pack for threes because threes is one of the easiest stats to stream. And you can add those players, get your games played in a weekly matchup, win that category. Suddenly you went 7-2 or 8-1. Now you're building a number one seed. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I think I select this field so far. The thing that stands out to me as a deficit is steals. I know Luca gets more steals than people think, and Sabonis actually gets more steals than people think. But um, you just, you don't have like a steal standout type of player in this build yet. So I think that's something that you would need to focus on as you go along. Here you're pretty strong everywhere else, but going to get somebody who is like a 1.3 to 1.6 steals per game guy, which there aren't that many of those, so it might be hard to find. A few moments later. Time jump again. We are up in two picks, picking at 94. The board is on the screen if you want to check it out. By the way, jump in the comment section and tell me any particular team that you think is doing poorly or badly. This is the Trash Talk channel. It's safe to roast the people that are up here in the comment section. Just don't talk about the reasons we're here. Yeah, just don't talk about their significant others or you know their religion, which I don't know how you would... <laughs> how you would know it. So we're up in two picks. And at this point, once we hit 90, I'm probably ignoring the punt unless I see something absolutely crazy value-wise. I'm going to be going for best player available. Uh, right now with where ADPs are, there's just some insane values after 90. Absolutely insane values. As I throw an empty water bottle, at my wife is making noise. I'm recording in here. Come on, the boys. I'm recording for YouTube. You just walk around making noise. Now I look ridiculous. Okay, so we're on the clock. I'm going to take Jabari Smith Jr. <laughs> I'm going to take Jabari Smith Jr. Um, he has the physical profile of basically a Jaron Jackson Jr., but he has the capacity to maybe score the ball a little better. So I have no idea where he lands. I just know that if I get an opportunity to grab a second-year player on a Houston Rockets team that's going to try to compete that doesn't really have another like scoring power forward. I'm Jabari Smith Jr. seems pretty sexy to me. Yeah, I think there's a lot of upside there. And you you grab both Houston Rockets upside guys, I think, with Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr. Yeah. And my next pick is actually hard. I'm hoping one of these players gets selected. I have Draymond Green and Trey Murphy. Oh no, it happened. The exact thing I didn't want to happen. All right. So I have Trey Murphy the third and I have uh Draymond Green in my queue. If we go by punt, Draymond Massively benefited from it. 61st in my punt last year. Wow. And Trey Murphy was 106. These are snap decisions. I'm I'm going to pick Draymond, and I think I'm going to regret it, and I'm going to show you why I'm going to regret it. So let's go over here. I think that you want to consider where your team's at. 
So where are we at in terms of scoring? We're the number one team. That's an argument for picking Draymond. Where are we at for threes? Ah, we're kind of in the lower third now. That's an argument for picking Trey Murphy. Where are we at for rebounds? We're the number one team. We, a lot of Draymond's value comes from rebounds and assists. We're firmly second in assists. We're third in steals. I think Draymond was the right, barely the right pick. Bare, like barely. That's tough. What do you I, think I would, about that pick? I, yeah, I, I disagree with you only because you have LeBron, you have Zion, you have guys, Levine, even even though he played 77 games last year, he he came into the season with a knee issue. You have old guys who tend to get injured. And I know we talk all the time about injury risk and how some people don't think it exists and others do, but you, you have a track record of, well, you don't have a track record of a player LeBron's age playing a full season because never happened before. Um, and Zion always gets injured. So that's why I'm a little worried about the Draymond pick. He's not that old, but he just kind of plays old at this point. I think you make some great, great points. A few moments later. That's going to do it for this draft. Let's look at the recap of all the players that were taken. I'll leave this up for a second so you can pause it and see how the draft finished out. Let's take a look at the team. All right. We'll start off talking about the players that we picked in the end of the rounds. Remember, we had that Draymond Green, Trey Murphy decision, and we were able to get Trey Murphy in the next round. Trey Murphy is poised for a big year this year. I love the fact that we have Zion and Trey Murphy. This is the handcuff. A handcuff is when you have two players that both take usage and both take shots on the same team. Sometimes they play the same position, and I don't think Zion and Trey Murphy are exactly the same type of player, but their usage and their shots should overlap. If Zion goes down, we immediately have a top 50 player in Trey Murphy. If Zion plays, Trey Murphy should still return value, being picked in like the 110, 120 range. We also grabbed Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown had an incredible last year playing with Nikola Jokic. Now, his per minute production might come down a little bit, but he just signed a massive contract with an Indiana Pacers team that's only a one-year deal. He's going to be looking to continue to put the bag, and also he's looking for his next contract on a competing Pacers team. I like Bruce Brown's overall production. Continuing in the theme of a reverse handcuff, we talked about how Zion and Trey Murphy are linked. Well, Bruce Brown took minutes in usage from KCP last year. KCP was an Ironman. He played a ton of games. He was a top 50 player in totals. He was in the 90s in per game production. Now you have KCP needing to step up on a Nuggets team that wants to compete. You always have the opportunity for Michael Porter Jr. to go down. We know that Christian Braun's going to step up and take some of Bruce Brown's usage, but it looks like there's potentially maybe a 15, maybe a 30% growth opportunity for KCP. Finally, we selected Josh Hart. I think it was like at 143 or 144. Josh Hart is an absolute last pick. baller. He was my last pick, and he is an absolute baller. He gets you a ton of rebounds. He gives you a ton of flexibility. If I'm looking at this team and I'm giving it rankings or ratings, let's jump over to the player rater. Based on last year's performance, it's the number two team. Let's look at how the percentages came out. We're a 508 team. This is pretty much perfect. We could sit some guards or stream some bigs to try to attack Joey if we were playing in a head-to-head matchup. We should be heavily favored against nine other teams. In free throw percentage, we soft punted it. We're just close enough that in a good week, we might beat two teams ahead of us and be favored against one team. For three-pointers, we're a little weak. But we're close enough, two three-pointers behind the number six team, that we could stream threes and be competitive against half the field. But I think it's safe to say this is a soft punt three-point team. 
Checking over at points, we're the number two team. We like that. Number three team in rebounds. Number two team in assists. Number two team in steals. Number four team in blocks. Very close to, to the top teams. Turnovers. Guys, I think we nailed this draft. I went into it not loving Luka Doncic, but we've been able to build a team around him. What are our weak points? I think it's LeBron and Zion's health. You could also throw Draymond Green in there, as yeah. Jacob brought up earlier. What are our strong points? I like the health and the youth of a lot of the players that we have. Luka is kind of a healthy young player, and we've put players like Jalen Green, Nick Claxton, Jabari Smith Jr., Trey Murphy, Josh Hart. There's a good mix of Ironman players in here. I think that when you're healthy, this team is going to be a top three or top four team in your league. And you would just need to make sure that your older players were healthy going into the playoffs. That's going to do it for this video. Make sure that you check out our other videos. We have a Halliburton video from pick five. We have a Embiid video from pick two. And uh, we have a Steph Curry video from pick seven with more to come. As always, guys, remember, don't forget to drink the blood of your enemies and crush the souls of your friends. Fantasy Trash Talk out.